OTL Nation, what's cracking? Jeremy, we're back on the airwaves. It is good to be back, my friends. We got a whole lot of things going on right now, including our newest clothes drop. Respect the suffering. Shout out to Patty Gleason doing his thing, as always. As well as our Maui fundraising shirt. So go check out those things on offtheleashlifestyle.com. As usual, to go find the goods. And now, friends, we got a special episode coming out right now that I previously recorded with the CEO of an incredible company, Versa Climber, and their CEO, Dan, joined me on the podcast to talk about all things business, fitness, the history uh, of their equipment that has been in the game for a very long time and has stood the test of time. And, you know, off the leash, we just like to surround ourselves with excellence uh, in all things in life. So it was a great conversation with him. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. <sighs> tap, tap, tap in. Enjoy. With Versa Climber, uh, what is what would you say is your uh, your first like introduction to it? I know that that your father uh, was a huge part of, of getting things rolling, and I'm sure it's been a, an integral part of your life along the way. Um, so, what would you say is, is your was your initial uh, initiation into Versa Climber as a whole? Um, it was probably a way to college playing football, Cal State Northridge. Uh, and if I came home on the weekends, uh, he would be in the garage uh, messing with prototypes, putting putting different versions together, seeing how they worked. Um, he's electro- uh, a mechanical engineer. And um, that was my first, and of course I tried it. And uh, I don't remember when I kind of uh, thought, wow, this thing is incredible. Um, you know, probably in 1980. I'm, I'm sure as part of, uh, as far as you growing up with, with your dad doing that, uh, I know from, from my end, if, if my dad built things, I'd probably hear about it from some of my friends. Uh, so is it something that, that your friends you had over and were trying things out or did they know anything about it or how did that work? Yeah, I think he had a, the whole, all the neighborhood kids were jumping on it and trying it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, jogging was a real big thing back then. So we had a couple of the, the neighborhood um, joggers on it and trying it as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, when we, when we train people, that's what we call a body bag. Uh, <laughs> When, when someone's just not prepared for what they're about to experience, uh, then they, they get on something. Uh, I know from my own experiences with the Versa Climber in, in college, uh, it was much tougher than anticipated. So uh, I'm sure that the joggers were not prepared for that experience. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't know when we finally learned that, you know, you didn't have to take a 20-inch step on it. Because um, <laughs> that's... That usually does it to everyone. Doesn't matter who you are, for sure. Yeah, and I, I think that it's uh, it's been cool to see um, over the years. I'd say I, I've seen uh, Versa climbers in a lot of performance performance gyms, or uh, I would say gyms where it's like if you know, you know. You know, the people who know like the equipment that you really need, um, or that only people at a high level would use. When you walk in, there's certain pieces of equipment. 
um, that are there. And I would say that Versa Climber is one of them. Um, do you do you think that that was like the original aim, or or do you think that the aim for for Versa Climber was um, that everybody would use it, and that it was for anybody, whether you're just getting started in fitness or you're performing at the highest level? Uh, what do you think like the original aim was? <clears throat> well, while he was putting together the prototypes, I was studying exercise science. So, uh, and being in sports, our first inclination was to use it in, you know, design and prescribe sport specific interval training. Um, and so you know, we did learn right away that you could take the, you know, long stroke sprint on it at different uh, intervals and then of course recover. Uh, recover into a really short step, uh, even stop. And, uh, and you can you know, make those work rest ratios, you know, whatever you wanted. So uh, early on, sports <coughs> performance was really our, our focus. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, so in I'm, I'm just curious in the building process, uh, was there anybody that I would came along uh, your dad and was telling him to try different things or that he needed to make adjustments? And, and was he pretty set on on his design or it was a kind of a collaborative effort along the way? Uh, it was collaborative. Um, he does have uh, the ability to, you know, to go with his design and, uh, but absolutely, uh, we, we took in all kinds of input, you know, especially during the eighties, um, locking foot pedals, uh, we were dealing with, uh, working with, uh, uh, spinal cord injured athletes, um, so we you know, put, you know, got the seat on there, lower limb isolator for all the rehab progressions. And that all came from, you know, just listening to the, the customer out there. Mm. Uh, being a total body training device, we had that. Now, how could we make improvements, adjustments to make it applicable to all the different markets? Hmm. Yeah, I think um, that's that's interesting when you're talking about those um, who have, you know, mobility challenges. I have a little bit of a, a history with um, we're just trying to help people who, you know, have been told maybe their whole life that they couldn't do something. Um, and I have a passion for figuring out a way to help them to overcome that. Um, and so I think that that's that's a powerful, you know, testament to, to you guys for, for listening. I know some people, they get super locked in on one specific style or, or demographic. Um, and so I think that there's, there's a lot to be said about wanting to make adjustments, um, to, to be able to reach out to, to all demographics. Um, cause it's, it's not an easy task. I, I think that's the reason why there's not a lot of people that do it. Um, but I think that, you know, in, in any category of building something, uh, or, or knowledge base, the more, you know, the more you realize you don't know. Uh, and so, you know, getting into to building something 
is the closer you get to the finished product, the more help you need in, in making small adjustments and, and the people who have the knowledge to do so. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful uh, just on, on my end that, you know, companies like, like yours uh, go out and, and try to make things possible uh, for, for those who wouldn't have a chance besides just like the high-end athlete. I think that you guys deserve flowers and, um, and uh, you're, you're priced for that because it really is difficult. Um, with, with the you know, building process now, um, I would say recently I, I've seen kind of a resurgence of, of Versa climbers all over the place. Uh, and I'm sure that things go in waves of popularity just like anything else. Um, but, but right now, is there any time when you're surprised when, you know, your, your equipment pops up on social media from a professional athlete or some, somebody using it across the world where you're just like, I'm sure it goes around the office. Like, Oh, did you see so-and-so was using it in their, in their video? Um, what was the first time that, that you experienced that where you were like, Oh my gosh, somebody is using our stuff. Wow. Um, that goes way back. Um, we've had so many celebrities and most, mostly when that pops up, I just, just thankful mm. um, because, you know, people will just, uh, celebrities and pro athletes, most of the stuff, I'd say 99% of what you see is just them praising the product in their own way, uh, what it's done for them. Um, they, they enjoy it. It challenges them. Uh, and some of them, yeah, it's been life changing. So the first one, and we, we were back, it's, it was the print, print world back then. There was no, no digital <laughs> stuff. So, you know, when something came out on a magazine, uh, we were big in Major League Baseball. Um, of course, Rocky Four in 84, I think. Uh, I was on the set there, actually uh, watching the filming. Um, so just just blessed and, and thankful. Yeah, I mean, I can I can imagine it's it's kind of uh, I would say that the line between you know inventors that make it and inventors that don't you know they they both sound the same along the way you know if like if we can just get in the right hands you know if I can just get one person to to try it and use it I know it'll blow up um, and so I. I think it's it's special, uh, you know, that your your dad spent the time and investment, and and uh, I just try to think in the long run, you know, it's besides just having a cool product, to um, I always try to imagine, you know, just the amount of people's lives that something like this has changed, um, something that allowed somebody to move uh, for the first time, something you know, the stories that you guys never get to hear and will never get to hear. Um, but I like to think at some point in life, you know, you look back and, and for you spending, you know, days, I mean, I'm sure decades of, uh, perfecting this thing that there's been, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that have stepped on it. And from those people, you know, their lives have been changed forever. And that's kind of the, I would say the, uh, the personal side of striving to build something, um, that helps people be healthier. Uh, do you guys ever stop to to kind of think about that and and just take that in, or is it all business all the time? No, no, we think about it all the time. 
Uh, in fact, I early on when the um, social media stuff started, you know, don't don't quote me. I don't know exactly when it all went down, but we were we were very early in in utilizing it, and we saw it as a, a really efficient tool to get stories out there. And uh, we really did focus a lot on, you know, the people that were struggling with weight or, or struggling with movement. Um, you know, everybody is so proud of, of their accomplishments on the Versa Climber. Um, you know, the, the amount of feet they did that day or the couple of pounds they lost. So we were constantly trying to share the story, I guess, when social media wasn't so commercial, um, we were really sharing honest stories of changed lives, uh, and that that uh, that always sticks with us. Uh, we'll to this day we'll get you know uh, direct messages, I guess, from people or or uh, in our through our customer service, you know, people will be um, repairing you know thirty year old machines. You know, to keep them running, they, they last forever. Uh, and telling us stories uh, about how, you know, they've, uh, how it's impacted their life. And we'll, we'll right away try to get back in touch with them. Who are you? What happened? What's your story? Uh, to, try, to try to share it. It is, it is exciting. Um, we have, you know, when you get, you know, can I say obese, you know, people that are dealing with, a very large girth issue that they can't sit on a bike, uh, they can't walk on a treadmill, but they can stand on the Versa Climber with a seat right there uh, to, to support them and move four inches against resistance. Um, they're, they're, they're able to do you know more exercise than they ever have <laughs> for years. And um, it's it's really really cool to see yeah i mean i can imagine um you know when when something starts out small i mean if i'm not wrong i think your dad started building it in your garage is that right yep yes um and when you start building something i, I think there's just a lot of companies that you know when it starts in a garage and you have so much time emotion energy blood sweat tears let alone money um, invested. Uh, I'm sure it's hard to, you know, when you get to a certain point, I would say some companies sabotage themselves because they, they don't want to relinquish control um, of growth. You know, they want to have their hands on, on every little nook and cranny. And, and to, when you get to a certain point, it's no longer possible, you know, if you want to keep growing. Um, and so I'm, I'm always curious about that. You know, it's, Obviously, you're you're still uh, highly involved in the business, um, which is which I think is a, is a beautiful thing. I'm I'm sure it makes your dad very happy. Um, but you was was there a point where you guys got to a size where you had to bring in you know outside help and kind of relinquish some of that you know that control? Um, and I'm just I'm curious about the the process with that of. Um, you know, doing that and bringing people that you trust uh, around the company to, to continue to, to grow that to the size you guys are now. And I'm, I'm assuming you guys are constantly trying to grow 
Um, so what, did, what does that process kind of feel like? And what was that like at the beginning there? Um, so over 40 years, um, we really did keep it close, close to the vest. You know, we brought in marketing people, sales people, all great people. We wouldn't be where we are you know, without the people that have you know, helped us and been involved with us since the beginning. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, definitely hard for an engineer to <laughs> relinquish his baby. Um, I, I consider myself first generation because I was, I was 21, 22 when we actually got our first commercial building and we're building them. Uh, I was building them, selling them, running parts around town to get made. Uh, but then, um, yeah, we, we pretty much kept stuff in the house, brought some people in, um, and uh, our growth spurts really were just blood, sweat, and tears, but then the, the celebrity, you know, um, pro um, uh, exposures that would happen over the years. Um, and it wasn't until recently we brought in, you know, I would say more heavy hitters to really uh, change, change the culture, open our eyes. Uh, a lot of people have been here more than 20 years. And there's some people that aren't here with us anymore that were here for the first 30. <laughs> so um, a lot of us grew up in the company and mm. um, just learned the trial, trial and error. So, yeah, um, relinquish it. Relinquishing it to people that that you that you trust is really hard. Uh, but you also have to delegate and let go, um, or you you become the roadblock. So, um, I'm learning that more and more here just in the last uh, four or five years. Yeah, that. Uh... That delegate and let go has got to be one of the roughest parts. Because um, I, I know that, you know, a company like yours doesn't, it doesn't grow, you know, without those people who, you know, who spend 15, 20, 30 years as, as a staple. Um, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, when those, um, when those individuals walk away, you know, like the, the mindset and, and the goal is always just to honor, you know, honor them. Um, and people get people get invested, you know, and and that's what makes a company like yours so special. And it grows from small into something that's, you know, everyone in that building is somebody that is trusted and, and loved, and and their opinion is you know honored and respected. Um, but it doesn't make it any harder, you know, when those situations have to come and and ways have to be parted. Um, and so, you know, for for you as you as you grow and you bring in people that you know you can only vet so much you know it's you you, you try to find people that you can trust or that you know get uh i would say get recommended to you but i would i would assume that you know from all your years in you you have a good a hold on on people's character um and you'll know pretty quickly if they're a fit there you know with you guys um so yeah, I'm just always curious about those processes because you know relationships are uh, the most rewarding, and uh, but also you know it gets 
it gets tough when business is involved, you know, because at the end of the day, tough decisions have to be made for the protection of, you know, a company so that it can keep growing. Um, and as you, as you keep, as you keep growing now, um, what do you, you know, say in the next couple of years from where you guys have been, where do you see, or would you like to see, you know, Versa Climber be integrated into, into the fitness space? I'm curious because I'm a director of a gym and I'm always in the gym. So um, kind of where do you see yourself and maybe different products or is it just like the Versa Climber itself? That's the wheelhouse. You know, what do you foresee coming up? Um, good question. Our, our hands are kind of full right now, just with bringing the VersaClimber up to speed with technology, wireless, uh, online uh, connectivity, and all that. Um, so I'm always thinking about the VersaClimber and its application and, and being able to be used more and more and more. Um, with the group training and instructor-led um, environment, you know, you have teachers, hands-on teachers now uh, that can, you know, teach that two-inch step. <laughs> you know, um, if people uh, making it accessible and usable by even a, you know, cardiac rehab patient, um, it can be used at that low of a level if, if used properly. So it can be everywhere. Uh, so when I'm thinking about products, I always get back to, you know, we have, we only have two arms and two legs and <laughs> I mean, and, you know, thankfully uh, it, you know, the climbing motion turned out to be extremely functional. Uh, everybody can do it. Um, and so improving upon that, you know, I mean, on that exercise itself, you know, okay, you're climbing and maybe we bend you over at the core and, you know, <laughs> you could, you do a, a, a you know, a flex and extension, you know, while you're climbing. I mean, that's, it's kind of, uh, we, we haven't been able to improve the exercise, I guess, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, just the technology around it and the application and use. So yeah, other products we do have, um, we've actually come out with several products over the years. Uh, our VersaPulley, the rotational inertia uh, devices, it's just been, been, um, you know, that was out in 96, way before its time. And it's been, you know, beating its head against uh, free weights and free and weight machines. And so that the inertial training thing is, uh, uh, we created the market. Um, so that, that modernizing that unit, bringing it up to date uh, with, uh, you know, app use and wireless use is, is on the table. Uh, so, for the size we are right now, we're 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 pretty pretty swamped with new things that are coming out, and then and then keeping the uh, current products uh, viable. So, yeah, I mean that sounds like a, a handful to me. Uh, <laughs> I think that you know the the beautiful thing is that you know fitness. I would say you know after the last couple of years is is a popular thing to do now. You know it's not just going out on a run, but you see a whole lot more uh, types of demographics in the gym, you know, from my oldest client is 97 and comes in on a walker and, you know, I teach kids. So it's, there's just so many different ways to move your body. The best part is you don't have to 
you know, like you said, you only got two arms and two legs, and there's only so many ways to move them. Um, and thankfully, the versatile climber takes some of the most valuable ways and safe ways and puts it into one machine, which is which is powerful. Um, you know, the the online you know fitness instructor you know mark is obviously filled with you know companies like Peloton and uh, Tidal and Bowflex and all you know it's it's a popular thing now. Um, but I think that one of the things that uh, it really separates, you know, some instructors when you're when you're talking about, you know, the instructor about that that two inch step or whether it's that or riding a bike, you know, it's not that people online need somebody to teach them how to how to step up and down or how to pedal a bike. But I think something that's really valuable um, is that in that in that case, um, at least for me, you're not really teaching anybody how to move their body, but you really are. It's, it's more about the emotional, mental, spiritual side of people. You know, can the person on the screen uh, take you somewhere else, you know, in your, in your mind and, and change perspective um, in that time frame, which I think is, is for most personal trainers. You know, it's, you're not touching the person the majority of the time, but you're, you know, you're speaking to that person's mind and helping them to see something in a different way. Um, that makes sense. And so I think that in, in the online space, um, at least me personally, I, I value, uh, those instructors. Um, and that's, that's what I found in, in my own career to be impactful. You know, anybody can hop on a screen and, and look pretty, uh, and, and do a piece of equipment, but to be able to do that and, and have somebody forget that they're exercising, uh, it goes, it goes a long way. So I'm, I'm thoroughly excited. I know when, when Jim first showed me a couple of your guys's, uh, the different companies, um, that, that use your equipment in, in a group space. Uh, I'm not going to lie from my experience. I did not believe him until he showed me, uh, some of the, some of the companies like rise nation that, that use your equipment. Uh, and I, I'm not gonna lie. I was flabbergasted. I was like, I don't know how these people are doing this for a half hour. Uh, but whoever that instructor is deserves a raise, uh, immediately, uh, because I, I know how, how tough it is. And so, uh, I was, I was blown away. I honestly, some of those, uh, companies that use it for group training, their facilities are, are gorgeous. Uh, you can't really get much better promo video than, than that. So I'm sure that that comes in handy for you guys, as well as some of the, um, the professional um, athletes that use it. You know, what would you say is some of the benefits for using a Versa Climber versus some of the other, you know, equipment that you generally see, say, in a box gym um, that's used for cardio, whether you have the tread or the rower, um, you know, the bike, stairs, you know, all of those things. It seems like to me that Versa Climber kind of puts all of those in one machine, technically the way you're using your body and, and the way that you're getting your heart rate up with it. Um, but what would you say is like some of the differentiating factors that you've seen? Um, well, first I'd say make sure you're doing something. <laughs> if it's a bike, a treadmill, <laughs> a rower, you know, um, yeah, with the Versa Climber, you know, being arms and legs, being in a vertical, you know, weight-bearing uh, aspect, uh, it can be demanding. But it's um, it's so 
for me personally, it's just so satisfying when I'm, when I'm done. Not that I've accomplished it. It's just my body has been worked thoroughly. Mm. Um, whether, whether I'm in cardio and aerobic mode or, you know, if I'm dialing up the resistance and, and doing intervals, I mean, with the resistance, you can actually uh, be in or train in you know, all the, the force velocity uh, compartments. You know, absolute strength up to speed strength, or so. Um, you know, you're pushing and pulling the the straps. They're not really there to keep your foot on the pedal. They're actually <laughs> uh, designed to to do a leg lift against mm. resistance. So, you know, how many people get to that level of training on it? Um, I know the elite athletes that I ever trained. We we did it because they were they got that fit but um the, the small footprint um that honestly now when i say yeah make sure you do anything treadmill bike or whatever i'll literally not go into a gym and do something if there's not a versa climber because personally i'm i get off any of those devices and i just get, i feel cheated like but <laughs> once you have it you can't well, go back Right, because I got one, you know, in my home. I got one in my office. I mean, they're, they're very um, accessible. Uh, but yeah, I just I just feel cheated and uh, underworked, I guess. So it's this, just the satisfaction of having trained the whole body all at once, efficient, short period of time, and you know, in and out, I guess. No, that mean I mean that makes sense, especially when you're when you're used to that that level. You know, with with the versa climber being used, and you know, in group classes, um, you know, what do you think? Um, why do you think that's kind of become popular? And can you tell me a little bit about the climbing studios that are that are using the versa climber right now, as opposed to like rowers or bikes? You know, what what have they found? You know, to be successful and um, in, in kind of the increase of of studios using your product. Um, well, it's obviously a new modality in the studio setting. Uh, so that's, that's, an, that's an attraction. Um, these celebrities that tweet about it have been, have been in the Rise Nations, Rise Nation themselves, uh, for, for, you know, taking the, uh, making the effort and the investment to, to, uh, bring it to the, uh, studio setting. Um, I guess this, just what I said, when, when people get off it, you know, of course they're on drugs when they get off it. They're, <laughs> they've been uh, zapped with serotonin and, um, but it's just so, it's just so satisfying and a sense of accomplishment. Um, like you said, the trainers are, are their, their motivation, their ability to push people through you know, if you want to call it a pain threshold, um, people that get get there are just uh, are super uh, motivated and and uh, just satisfied with uh, with the workout. I can imagine. I mean, in especially in the gym space, you know, I would say there's there's so many products that that come and go. Um, 
you know, stuff that, that I used growing up or through high school and college, you know, that I haven't seen since, uh, you know, Versa Climbers has stayed around the whole entire time since it came out. And I was, now it's like, it's getting better. Like you said, just integrating new technology, uh, into it. You know, what do you think is, has allowed, you know, Versa Climber just to stay, you know, stay relevant besides just the quality of it. Um, and is it, I mean, is just your guys pure persistence and, and not quitting, not giving up, you know, what do you think has been the key to its longevity in the, in the market? Um, everything you just said, I mean, family business, obviously, you know, uh, I think we've always tried to get bigger and, and, you know, more mass market. There's been all the reasons that that has, you know, there, there's been a resistance to that. Um, you know, uh, so maybe it's been a blessing that we've, we've stayed small or, or been kept small and, uh, you know, so uh, when we hit, you know, bad times, bad uh, economic times, things like that, we can, we can regroup, re, re, uh, restructure. Um, we've never lost anybody in any of the economic downturns, um, which is interesting. We've, we've done cutbacks and, and reduced labor or reduced work weeks and things like that. So there's that. Um, and then the persistence, because there, there isn't anything better in our minds. So if you, like I said, two arms and two legs. So if you just hang in there, um, keep the faith. And uh, what, what has happened is over time, somebody like a LeBron James falls in love with it and tweets about it. So, so it's just, uh, and it gets a new, you know, new, new life. Um, and that's that's putting it simply, but those kinds of waves of popularity and and the timing of those and uh, and the, of course the improving of the products to be in, in, you know be uh, attractive to another generation. It just uh, has you know we've we've made a living, not a killing, is what I tell people. <laughs> oh, I love it, I, and I think that's um, and obviously that's huge when when you get endorsed um by people at the highest level you know just a couple more questions one one being you know along those lines of persistence you know was there was there ever you know ever a time um along the way where you were ready just like to throw the towel in on the whole operation and and what what was the driving factor to to continuing on um, never, ever was there, should we throw the towel in on a serious thought, you know, serious, and, you know, get up and go, you know, getting up and realizing it's 40 years later and you're, you know, taking a shower again, <laughs> getting in the car to go to work again, you know, and, and, uh, selling the same product again, that, that type of feeling. Um, but never, never throwing the towel. Um, I've, uh, I've got God I've leaned on for 30 years. So, you know, just it's for wisdom and, and, uh, guidance and, you know, what, what, I don't know what to do next. What, what, what do we do next? And, uh, just keep, keep at it, keep getting up, um, doors open, um, people show up, uh, ideas are brought in, um, 
orders show up to make it a great month. Um, so it just, uh, just keeps going. I love it. I mean, last question, you know, what would you say to someone who, you know, has never used, you know, a personal client where they're scared of it, they're scared to, to use it no matter, you know, what their physical background is, you know, what would you, what would you say to an individual like that to speak a little peace over their mind? Um, I would say put your foot in the bottom pedal first, <laughs> then put your other foot in the top pedal. Step up till your feet are even and stop. Just stand. That's as easiest as a machine can be. And adjust your handles accordingly. Now the machine doesn't, it's not a fixed oval motion. It's not, you know, it, it, you have you you do to the machine what it, what it does it it not gonna it's not gonna change the motion or fix the motion or make you do anything so you have full control over that stroke the step height is has everything to do with the intensity of the workout um and i would say of course if i had a climber there i would say versa climber i would say um just take a really short step I've done that millions of times with people and their short step is 10 to 15 inches. No, 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 no. Really short step. Like you <laughs> baby, baby steps, like you're jogging in place. And then showing them and making them realize they have full control over that motion. They, they can reduce that stroke length. They can even stop. So true, I'm, I'm honest, honest God truth. Um, if they, if they learn that if they're, they're in control. It's, it does, it's not a surprise then if they, you know, are starting to work out a little too hard, find themselves vapor locking and wanting to get off it. They, they, they can control that intensity. Um, it's just that little, little learning curve. And once they do the, the light bulb goes off and they'll, it becomes their favorite favorite training device. Wow, that's awesome! I love that, and I think that's uh, that's a beautiful part of you know a piece of equipment like yours and just fitness in general. Um, you know, I was I would say the two things that I always look for is just a curiosity and a willingness to try. Um, it's it's a huge factor. Um, but just walking people through those steps to, to doing something that they didn't think was previously possible. There's, there's few things that are, are more rewarding um, than that, uh, which I'm, I'm thankful that, that you guys spend the time and, and take the care to, you know, provide a tool for people to do that. Cause I get to be on the other end um, of it and get to see people um, using it and, and breaking through their boundaries. Like I said, the stories that you guys may never hear, um, but you guys know that that are out there. So I hope you guys uh, continue to collect those stories because uh, I think that's something that's incredibly powerful and something that you can be proud of for the for the rest of your life. Um, especially you know for your pops who spent the time to to put it all together. So um, I'm super thankful uh, for our time here today, and I'm I'm thankful that we get to have this conversation. I obviously learn a lot. Uh, and I'm always, you know, curious about people who are, are in the arena every day. Um, 
pushing levels and, and trying to break down limits and, and overcome. So um, I'm super thankful that I, I got to have this conversation with Dan and I hope we get to, to do it again. Great. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Off The Leash podcast. As always, go check us out online, offtheleashlifestyle.com, for all our gear, merch, programs, media. You know the deal. We stay ahead of the game. Also, shout out to Dan and Versa Climber for this episode, as well as, special announcement, OTL10 is our promo code for Versa Climbers and all of their products. OTL10, you know the deal. Go check it out for your gym, for your home gym, for your house, for a gift. You guys like to ball out on gifts? Yes, God. OTL10. So thankful to them for that and our connectivity with them. Yeah, you guys know the deal. As always, stay off the leash. Yes, God.